Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Wright is about to come on and rock your world. This dude is a tactical, practical, system-driven, epic human being who's, who's like just creating huge results for his clients and marketing systems. It's great stuff. So stick around because you are going to get your mind blown by Matt Wright. Before we dive into that, I want to say thank you for being here, for choosing to be your greatest possible self, being on this journey, growing, taking one step at a time. That's the name of the game. So I appreciate you and appreciate you being here and growing with us. Next up is our iTunes review of the week. It's by SwartzB22, who says, Win! Chris inspires by encouraging everyone to become the greatest possible self so you can become all you were created to be. SwartzB22, thank you so much for that review. I appreciate you. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Leave us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you in advance for doing that. Let's keep rocking. I'm going to bring on Matt in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because we are going to be on fire in this interview. And definitely stick around all the way through to the end because one idea has the power to change everything for you. Let's introduce Matt and bring him on. Matt Wright is a business coach and consultant for health coaches and wellness businesses, helping them heal more people by helping them with value-based marketing, strategy, systems implementation, and paid ads. Matt has been privy to see behind the scenes and work with multiple seven-figure online entrepreneurs and earners developing strategy and handling the tech. In addition to the marketing, Matt is also certified certified in functional medicine through functional diagnostic nutrition. Matt enjoys weightlifting, climbing, and playing, shredding on the electric guitar. Matt, are you ready to bring the heat, brother? Yes, sir. All right, we are live. I'm becoming your greatest possible self, bro. Thank you so much for being here, sharing some wisdom with our audience, man. I appreciate you. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Let's dive right in. The theme of today is using crises to fuel creation. What does that mean for you, Matt? Um, I mean, right now, uh, a lot of the big advertisers are actually pulling back. So it's actually cheaper to get into ads, ironically, right now, if you're well prepared. So uh, there's your opportunity. Um, and I think the, the time is, as things develop over the next few weeks here, it's, it's, you've got a small window, which is like the next one to two weeks, and then things are going to really shift again. So Dude, I love it. Let's dive into the work that you're doing with with you know seven figure earners and building those systems, as well as like just entrepreneurs, coaches. Tell us a little bit more about that, man. Yeah, so um, pretty much a, a little bit about me is um, I went to music school, and while I was there, I started filming videos for people, and then I got into websites, um, and then I ended up working for like kind of a make money online guru kind of guy. And I ended up by the end of my work with him, and I was doing like the positions of like three to four people. And it was kind of crazy. And I left, uh, I split from him for two reasons. One, because I didn't really quite agree with the product he was selling. And number two, because I genuinely did want to become a health coach. I had listened to 600 health podcasts in seven months, an average of 2.3 a day. It was crazy. 
So um, I was like, hey, maybe I should do something with this. And um, the marketing advice I got um, was to use a chatbot to sell my functional medicine lab work stuff, which made no sense. I don't know anybody who's bought functional lab work from a 24-year-old off chatbot. Um, <laughs> but that's what I was trying to do. Um, you know, if you get a coach, follow their advice. Yeah. And, you know, anyways, so after months of failing at that, I decided, like, I've got to figure out how to make this work. I've got to actually make money. So um, I pivoted not to digital marketing, but back into digital marketing. And I obsessively studied all the courses that I had access to. And, I, and during that time, I had traded a lot of my skills because um, I am very adept at the tech stuff um, in order to get you know access to more courses or consulting, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I got to learn a whole lot of stuff. So I came out in January 2019 with the new formation of my business now called Matt Wright Consulting. Um, and I started helping people with literally everything. And then um, this year, um, I started going to a bunch of masterminds, coachings and things. And I got some clarity. And I just posted on Facebook today what my like vision is. Uh, I'm so happy to announce this. But I looked back over everyone I'd helped uh, in 2019. And the people who really got results were the people I helped end to end. So marketing messaging, custom uh, funnel design. Um, so like, what is the thing that's going to actually help you sell what you sell? Not just here's my template, good luck. Right. Um, and then we do strategic content development and then paid ads. So um, it's just custom. It's just custom. That's what it is. I love it. I love it, dude. This is this is epic. I love your journey as well. Um, especially like, hey, I'm so passionate about health. Like, I think that's that's one of the misconceptions. Like, hey, I'm gonna go be a health coach, and it's like, okay, well, that's one way to to serve people. That's one way to take your your hobbies, your passions, the things that thing that you love, and go serve people with it. And I think you quickly or you saw like, hey, I want to do something that's more in alignment with my skills, my skill set and what I'm like really genius at, which is that techie back end, mm -hmm. which a lot of these, um, you know, people who are great at selling themselves, selling their, their company or product, they may not be as effective at building those systems in back end. Totally. I mean, people get told, you know, go start a podcast. It's going to work or go write a book <laughs> or start a Facebook group. And it's like not everybody's strength is, you know, being on camera or having conversations or, you know, coming up with content to post every day. Sometimes their skill is just being a practitioner. And so whenever I'm looking at, um, you know, a business, it's like, well, what are they like, you know, there's these people, it's like, let's get up at 5am. It's like, well, there's a test out there called, you know, the chronotype quiz, which is not mm -hmm. a very super scientific test. Um, but it's a, it's by Michael Brees and it's got four chronotypes and it tells you kind of when to wake up or whatever. And so it's like, well, if your model is not something that's aligned with your strengths, you're going against the flow and it's not mm. going to work for you. So mm. how can we go with the flow in life and business? Dude, I love it. I love it. So tell me a little bit more about like when people come to you, they, they have the like, what's what's the biggest challenge that they're usually facing for the, the people who you love to work with most? Mm. Um, the people I love to work with most already have an audience mm. um, and their challenge is that they really want to take it to the next level. But every single other service provider out there can't provide them a clear um, description or plan of what they need to do to actually get to that next level, or they just provide pieces of it. So, you know, say they've got an online course, well, I need to hire someone for ads. Well, what happens when you want to go to affiliates with your next launch? What happens if the funnel doesn't work? Do you have a webinar? Who's going to write the ads? Who's going to write the follow-up emails? Who's going to implement all that for you? That's what we do for people. Wow. So it's like really a, a complete solution. Um, what what would you say is the difference between you and an agency? Um, sufficient niching. <laughs> if you get an agency, they might take on a broad variety of clients. Yeah. 
um, versus myself. I'm not only trained, I'm not only a marketer, but I'm trained in the functional medicine space. So I know the market, I know how it works. Um, and even like copywriters will specialize, you know, if a copywriter sells, you know, uh, dog toys, it'd be hard if he knows what he's doing, it'd be hard to convince him to switch over to a completely other category like health and wellness right. or, you know, to, you know, prepper supply or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got to stay in your lane, which is, you know, for my lane, it's, well, I know music. I've taken on a couple of music clients recently, actually, which is really fun. That's awesome. Uh, and, you know, but my lane is health. I really know that space. Um, and I'm not trying to provide a la carte services. The outsourcing is, is extremely minimal because I'm so adept with tech. So. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm stoked to hear this, man. This is, this is really cool. Um, tell us about like one of the clients that came to you and one of the challenges that they had and how you solved that challenge, man. Um, one of the challenges, let's think, um, I'm working with someone who, um, sells a course on how to, not just how to help, um, advise women on BHRT, bioidentical hormone replacement, mm -hmm. but, um, guides them on understanding all of those shifts that happen at midlife. It's a very complex topic. Mm -hmm. So they needed to do, um, a webinar and they had actually, before they hired me, they hired another automation agency and two or three months in, they fell off because, they hired for just a piece of the solution they needed wow. instead of getting someone to analyze what is the big picture? What's the long-term goal? You know, everyone's like, Oh, you know, go get click funnels. And then they get click funnels and then they go, Oh, I need to send emails. And then they get Nemo. And then they need, Oh, I need a, I need a, um, a scheduling system. And they go get a scheduling system, you know? So it's like, what are all the software needs you need long-term and what are the tools that are best to fit that regardless of what stupid affiliate link do I have? <laughs> It doesn't matter. You know, I, it really, it really upsets me when people are just like, Oh, just use my template. And yeah, mm. the templates are great, but a library of templates does nothing if you don't know how to use them. You know, the thing that I say is, is coaching is not just getting the right information. It's getting the right information at the right time. Mm. Like I've got all these books on my shelf, yeah. but I still work with coaches so I can get all the information that I probably already have on my shelf customized to me faster than I can from reading a book. Yep. Yep. Dude. This is, this is gold, Matt. Um, what do you think a, a mistake okay. is that <laughs> online health coaches are making oftentimes in their marketing, in growing their business? I'm sure there's a wide variety of places they could be at their business, in, in their business, but what do you think are, are, is one of the big mistakes that they're making? They don't make offers near frequently enough. Mm. People want to know that you can help them. Like they'll, they'll flock to you if you're providing valuable content. But if you pair that valuable content also with a pitch for here's how to take the next steps. It's not like you have to take the next steps right now or it's going to go away and I'm going to double the price of my program and blah, blah, blah. Like time scarcity is a useful thing. But with a lot of coaching businesses, what you have to look at is it's not, is it's, it's you're constantly enrolling clients. <clears throat> Unless you're doing a group program launch that does have a real time start date and end date, um, then it's, you're, you're constantly enrolling clients. So how do we, make them aware to take the next steps. You know, I learned a lot of what I know from Frank Kern and I still know kernbook.com, kernclass.com. If you watch my live material, it's mattwrightcall.com. So every cool. single time I start a live, here's how I do it. Is I'll say, hey guys, uh, my name is Matt Wright. Today we're going to talk about topic. But before I do that, transition language, if you're someone who wants some help with leveraging paid ads, building better systems and taking your online business to the next level, go on over to mattwrightcall.com describe what they'll see on the page. There you'll see a little application form. If I think I can help you, then we'll get on a call and talk about how we can work together. Mm. I will not apply any pressure, nor will I need to. Um, and if you have that, that little piece in front of every single bit of your content, people are 
they're, they're either going to get immediately turned off by it and they're not going to watch you. And that's the people you don't want anyways, or it's such a light pitch. Like I just did, it was not hard um, that they'll continue watching through and they go, wow, this person is valuable. And then every time they hear that URL gets stuck in their head. What most people do is they make the pitch at the very end of their content. And we know with any piece of content out there that it's like, the drop, I think I learned in college, it was like 50% of people drop off in like the first couple seconds. Mm. So if you're waiting all the way to the end to make your pitch, just move it to the beginning. People are going to like you for it. Mm. If you make, if you say it in the way I just said it, which is really light and easy to remember URL, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, johnappleseed.com, you know, make it like johnhealth.com, you know, yeah. mattwrightbook.com, you know, like I own those. So that's, that's so good, man. That's so good. Um, I know you, you transformed your, your business and your life, like within the last year and a half or so, like, mm-hmm. um, you, you got out to Colorado. Tell us a little bit more about that, that transformation and like taking that, that leap and like how, how it was like before in, in life and what's it like now, yeah. man? Um, uh, man, I've gone, through so much personal growth since this time last year. Um, what happened is um, I had ended a relationship. It just it just wasn't the right fit. No no hard feelings. Um, we I had ended a relationship in April and I had made um, a good amount of money then. So I had all this extra money and my my apartment lease ending was coming up. And I was just thinking about all that and I was like, what am I doing in Texas? Like mm-hmm. I moved to Irving, Texas for my last job, which I had quit. Um, at least eight months of past living there. And I was just like, I'm just hanging out with the same people. Like I need to change it up. And I'd heard from Grant Cardone, you know, if you move, you're going to instantly change all your connections and open up this new capacity in your life. And, um, I had also spent some time with my, my mentor, Steven, uh, down in Kingsland, Texas. And I was surprised because he trades Forex and he makes a good chunk of money doing that. And I was like, Steve, why do you, why do you live in this kind of junky kind of place? Like it, it was like a little town on the side of the, or a little hut on the side of this river with like the suspended ceiling you see in like a school and it was like falling apart and it's not nice. <laughs> and he goes, Matt, it's because I like the quiet. Mm. And I remember how much that resonated with me. Mm. So I looked at, okay, hanging out with the same high school friends, not going anywhere. Um, and the quiet. And so I decided I'm going to, I'm not, I didn't say, cause I had said to my parents before, I want to move. I said, I am going to move. Yes. And then I did. Yes. And what opened up for me was a lot more um, quiet in space. Actually, you see this pile of junk right here. It's all like my journals and books that I go through every morning. Um, and I would say the other big thing that's really moved the needle just in the past few months is working with another coach um, through a methodology called emotion code or body code, which mm. uh, finds trapped emotions in your, uh, in your body. Um, and they can be like shame, guilt, frustration. Um, around all these different events. So you might do something like a forgiveness meditation or something like that. But I found the systematic approach of the emotional healing created through the emotion code program is uh, outstanding. And I and I intend to work with someone on that for a long period of time. So um, I'd say the last piece, so so move, <laughs> and like <laughs> audit your current surroundings um, and what kind of media you're intaking. Um, do emotion code is awesome. And Find a mentor or coach or program or mastermind that is right for you in your stage of business. Mm. So many people just get, they, they don't realize when they watch a webinar, they're entering a sales process. Yeah. I don't want you to buy from me. I want you to buy the right thing for you. Wow. And I'm happy to do a call with you. And if I have, can refer you to someone else who, can, who is more aligned with what you want to do or what I think will work for you, I will do that. Yeah. Absolutely. It's unethical for me to sell you either more 
or less than you need or to sell you something that you don't need. And it's a double whammy when you sell someone more than they need and it's what they don't need, which is yep. what some people do out there. Dude, I, that's something I've always admired about you, Matt, is how like you really come from this pure place of service and integrity and ethics and doing like the right thing. I've always, always seen that in, in your presence, yeah. in your energy and how you serve people, man. I think that really sets you apart in, in our marketplace, man. It's awesome. Ah, uh, man, I, I get it. I get it from my dad, um, mm -hmm. which is so awesome. But but here's here's a little business tip for you is when you do that, everything gets easier. <laughs> And it's like scary because you got to trust it. Like I was scared to put out my coach about like, I'm committing to just working with this health coach market. Yeah. It was scary because it was like, I was cutting off so many other things, but yeah. then you get the subsequent referrals and stuff. So it's like Anywho. that positioning in people's mind is like so important that like, it's easy for people to refer their friends and who they know to you. Like if it's, if you make it difficult on people, then that's going to make your business stagnate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Dude, this is this is powerful. I want to talk about the mentor comment that you made. Um, did you have to get clarity on the type of mentor that you wanted in your life, or did you just like naturally attract it? And how would you recommend someone finds um, that mentor person who can lead them to success? Um, uh, I enrolled in a mastermind at twenty three. Uh, mm -hmm. It was like fifteen thousand dollars and was totally not a fit for me, and I totally couldn't afford it. That was not a good financial move. It's because I had entered a sales process without mm -hmm. sufficiently auditing it or having the tools to analyze whether that was right for me at the time that I was at. So here is the framework that I use for considering the different business opportunities that are in front of you when you go to a conference or when you watch a webinar or when you see an ad. Mm -hmm. um, you can use this. I use this for myself and with my clients. Um, and I got this from Alex Sharfin. So okay. lead generation, lead nurture. Conversion, delivery, upsell, retention, resell. And you look at, where am I at my business? If you're just starting out and someone comes to you and they say, hey, I'm going to help you systemize your business. That's in the delivery category. That's mm. step four, right? Yeah. If you suck on the phone, that's conversion. So find someone who can help you with sales calls. Wow. If you suck at lead nurture, which is usually not too much of an issue because so many people are putting out good content on social media mm -hmm. um, and you might find someone you know that's a later stage thing almost lead generation is the biggest piece that so many people need help with and here's what it takes for so um, what it takes for most people is they're told to go get a website so they get a website and they start posting on Instagram they make no offers and they link to their website that doesn't direct people into a sales process where people will go, oh, this is how to take the next steps. Mm. They're just praying for someone to click on the contact form mm. and to like enter in all of their health problems or something, right? <laughs> That's what most people are doing. <laughs> so, so use that framework. Lead gen, lead nurture, conversion, delivery, upsell, retention, resell. Rate yourself one through five. Mm. And then ask, is this mentor, is this product or opportunity that's in front of me, does it help with where I need help with right now? Wow. Yeah. Dude, I like things that are systematic and repeatable a lot. So that's gold, man. That's so I think it. that that's great to see those seven um, like stages of of like diagnostic. Hey, like where where are we? Where is my business? Where where's the weak link? And then we can take action from that. I think a lot of people are just praying for for results or praying like if they feel good about someone, but it might not necessarily be what they need at that specific moment. Totally. Yeah. There's fit and timing. Cause you could find someone um, who's like, wow, I really like this person. I can think of one person off the top of my head who did a phone call with me 
despite me being completely unqualified to buy what they have, I think it costs like $60,000 or something. Um, and I can see myself potentially working with them in the future, but because they took the time to do that phone call with me, they built such a, a strong um, rapport with me yeah. just by helping me that down the line, I'm like that hour that they spent with me last year is mm -hmm. turns into money, mm -hmm. right? So fit is I know this person's the right fit. They can help me because they demonstrated they can help me by helping me without me having to pay any money first. Yep. Um, and then timing, which is um, it could be time in your life or financial timing. So mm. timing um, like, hey, can I afford working with this person right now? Yes, no. Okay, if I can afford working with this person right now, is it the right time? Like, is, mm. am I working on a certification, a full-time job and kids who are in four different schools mm. and I have to drive all the time and I don't have the money to outsource those things? then the timing's bad for you. And that doesn't say anything about you. It's just a framework to help you make a better decision, which is really what I want people to do at the end of the day is just make better decisions. Dude, dude, I love it. I love it, man. Make better decisions. And I know you have, you mentioned in your, in earlier, you have a vision for your life that you just posted. Tell us about that, man, and, and the importance of having that vision. Um, importance of having vision or what the vision is? Or both. both. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so the vision is I want to be the dude helping create the next Mark Hyman and Dave Asprey level personal mm -hmm. brands. Yeah. I know I'm not the only dude who's going to help you get there because those guys have books. They have expansive, well put together blogs. Yep. But I know that I am the guy who can help lay a lot of the foundation. Mm -hmm. If you have an offer that you've already sold and you've already proved your, that you can curate an audience, I can help you sell it a lot more and position you with the infrastructure, the proper infrastructure in place from square one and connect you with the people who can get you to the next levels. I have the friends who do the publishing um, or I can do them, find the people who are blog specialists and stuff like that. Um, and the reason I want to do that is not because I want to be like, Oh, I'm the dude who started that. I don't, I really don't care about that. Like I live here in Colorado. I've got my guitar. I've got a, like a little drum set right there. I've got my like switch. Like I play video games. I go rock climbing and I hang out with friends. Like my life is already awesome at the level that it is. And I know that it's only going to get better if I just keep doing exactly what I'm doing now. I don't worry about any of this. It's mm. fun stuff. And I'm happy I have it. But I'm not worried about that. You know, and if like, but the transformation that's created when, you know, like, or the damage that's created when people have like a hysterectomy that's unnecess unnecessary because they don't understand the critical role that ovaries continue to play even after menopause, right? Or how HRT can help them avoid breast cancer. Those are life-changing things. And people aren't value. They're, they're saying, oh, I'm just the, you know, I'm the hormone guy or whatever. And it's like, you aren't the hormone guy. Like, look at your results of your results. You don't do that. You, you change people's lives as a health coach, right? And if I can put people in that space by taking away the tech burden and the marketing burden and the soft, what software do I use burden? And to just send them people through a smart paid ad strategy that provides value up front instead of just ask people to buy stuff. Like, yeah, I want to do a lot more of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is, this is great, man. You mentioned ads there, which I love. Um, yeah. And you also mentioned that they're cheaper now because of like things going on in the current uh, economy and world and things like that business mm -hmm. landscape. Tell us what we should know about ads and like, when's a good time to get involved in and for mm -hmm. at what stage in the business? Um, okay. When people used to start a business, they used to take out a six-figure loan and get like a brick-and-mortar shop and then pray that it worked. Yep. And nowadays, people are shy 
uh, it seems, to invest a few thousand dollars in ads because it will or won't work. But then they'll go to a conference and get sold on a program that has zero implementation mm. or analysis of what their actual needs are for their unique business. Yeah. And a lot of times people promise implementation. They'll do a Gen 1 implementation on whatever template or system that they use because they want to get their affiliate credit linked. And then you're left out in the dust. Mm. Those are the people a lot of times who come to me. Um, and it, it really upsets me. So if instead of investing in some $30,000 thing that gets sold to you really well, you did an actual analysis of your needs or worked with someone who helps you analyze your needs as I do on, and that's my sales process is I just help you. And if you want to work together, then, then we talk about that. Um, do an analysis of needs. And imagine if you took that same $30,000 and spent, you know, say 10,000 on a business coach and you had a $20,000 ad budget. Do you think even if you sucked, it would probably work? <laughs> if you just don't do the wrong thing, yeah. you know, if you just don't completely you know, crap the bed, it'll probably result in something for you. And if you yeah. sell at a decently high ticket, it'll, it'll especially work for you. Yeah. So just do the math, do the numbers, do the analysis, and you can make it work. So um, when is the right time to get in? If you're someone who's ready to go like all in in their business and commit with someone who has ad results, who has ad results in your industry and can actually analyze your needs and you has the fit and the timing and the, the fit is right, um, then invest with them and trust them and iterate with them. So many people make the logical fallacy of, oh, well, I did a webinar before, but the webinar didn't work. So clearly webinars don't work. Mm. No, your marketing angle could be wrong. Uh, your ads could have not gone to the right person. Um, what else? Like. There's, there's a million factors that you don't even see in Facebook ads, right? It could be just your marketing is wrong. Webinar is too long or too short, or maybe you don't, maybe people don't buy from this, you know, and it's like, you can look at all this, this data. So you're always buying data with ads. Um, so you can get into it and get profitable right from the start. I was at a conference and I was talking to a guy who manages like 40 something million in ad spend. I was like, you know, this guy's saying that you have to like start organic and do all these beta tests. But if someone has $10,000 and they spent $5,000 on a coach and $5,000 on a dude who knows how to 5000 into ads and they ran the right way, do you think they could get their business starting? He's like, yeah, duh. Like <laughs> it works. It works if you start, but you have to start with the right people. And so many people get afraid of the ad spend thing and then they get sold on a program that doesn't actually fit them because of fear. Yeah. So many people operate from that place. So mm. that's, and then as far as, a better time to get into ads if you're already in business, already in motion, is if you already have a proven offer. Um, mm. So like something you've sold to people more than once. And if you come to me and you're like, yeah, well, I've sold three of my program, but I sold it to like my aunt and my mom and his brother for, <laughs> you know, like 75% off. Like those aren't sales, dude. Like sales to real people who you, you had real conversations with. Yeah. Plus, um, plus it's also like, what were the results? I think that's so, so key to use in marketing and advertising as well, right? Totally. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that would be when to get into ads. You can do it from the start if you do it right. Yeah. And yeah. you can get into it later if you if you have a, a proven offer and stick with whoever you work with, stick with them long enough to iterate if they're smart enough to iterate. Because some people just go go at things once and then they say, oh, you know, and then they'll run you around the bush because they don't want to redo things or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious for you. Um, I've, I've, I've made it a point for me to generate a lot of content and like switch from consuming 80% of content, generating 20% to generate 80%, consume 20%. Like you, you 
learned about all these um, health podcasts, and I, I imagine that's a lot of consumption of content. For today, what is your, your, your balance between content consumption and creation, and like what, what is the mindset you bring to that? Um, I think it's important to recognize when you're going um, through a phase of either learning or a phase of implementation. So, um, or if you're just on overload, like that's just this own separate category. If, if you're like stressed, <laughs> it's not the time to be freaking out about getting something done or learning something new. Right. Um, but a time of learning could, could be, Hey, I'm really having, uh, you know, like I, you know, I'm really having trouble with X. Okay. Let's do a deep dive on that. Mm. You know, and it could be dedicating an hour a day, you know, watching an online course in the evening. That was the time I always found um, that it was good for me to do it. Or, you know, call it professional development time. Yeah. Frame it properly because you are growing your business as you grow your skills. Um, and then times of implementation. You don't, even if you are the practitioner, you know, or the coach or the consultant or whatever, if you're already working with people, um, don't overload yourself with new stuff to where you get wrapped up in your own, you know, you, you're biting your own tail. Um, I don't have a good phrase for that. Um, and the last thing is a lot of the learning I do is extremely passive. So like, I'm always listening to a podcast or a book or something. Um, but it's like, I have this very broad knowledge where I've exposed myself to a lot of stuff or ran it in the background. But then when it comes time for me where I do have a challenge, I go, Oh, that's this. I know exactly where to look for this. Someone has, you know, this problem or something. I know three podcasts that go in depth on that. I might not know, remember, all the specific content of those podcasts, but I know where to look for it. And that's enough. Wow. That's, that's powerful, man. It's like really building a library in your mind of like when any, any problem arises, I know at least where to look for the solution to be able to get an accurate, effective answer. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's good, man. It's good. I want to talk about the silence that you're enjoying in Colorado. Uh, tell us a little bit more about how nature has impacted your, your health and your ability to serve your clients. Um, hmm. all right. Um, I wouldn't say that there's a particular impact from silence. The challenge with, uh, moving away from where you were at with high school is that all of your friends were just given to you. You know, all you got to do is yeah. show up to school and the people are there. Um, I work online from my home here every day and now we're in this crazy mode. So, <laughs> so the people who, who I'm friends with are the people who I had to go and have the, the guts to reach out to and say, Hey, do you want to be friends? Yeah. Like as an adult, like who's working from home or something, those are the words you literally have to say to people. And then they go, Oh, this guy wants to be my friend. And then you can establish that like very <laughs> didactically. You know, if you're very obvious about it, it makes things easier. Um, <laughs> like get involved with your community and don't, don't be afraid yeah. um, to, to reach out to people. Um, one of the things I've learned with nature, um, <laughs> there's a couple of times I can think of, is um it is completely ruthless um mm. and so like when you're climbing like a 14,000 foot mountain and like you know you're pushing your heart rate up there because the oxygen is so low like stop <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to take a rest wow. it's okay to take a rest in life and things can like go you know like i remember like my friend and i were like yeah let's climb that and we didn't have a way to climb back down so we had to go like way around we were like on this slidey hill and i was like Oh, there's this rock. Let me just push it down the hill a little bit. And there's like 60 seconds of rock slide. And we were just looking at each other with our, with our mouths open. <laughs> it's just complete disbelief. Um, so it really is dangerous and, and you have to respect it. And when you have that respect, it's so much more beautiful. So that's just a little you know lesson about nature. Um, but as far as relating to business, um, I wouldn't say that there's been a specific business lesson. 
Um, but I have learned the, the lesson of boundaries and continue to learn the lesson of boundaries, both in how I work with clients and, um, and with my own work. So like lately, um, like when I first started this iteration of my business in January and I was just doing, I was like, hire me for anything, anybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I would work like 12 hour days and I'd just be exhausted and I would just spend all day in front of my computer and it wasn't fun. Um, and then I started getting really strict about, you know, I, I stop at like four or 5 PM and I don't think you could, you know, walk down a mall, you know, and go talk to a manager. I don't think you'll find a single business that's like, everything's done today, man. Like, let's go home. You know, <laughs> you're not going to find anyone doing that. And it's, mm -hmm. it's a hard shift if you start off with this freelancer thing and then you kind of pivot into business mm -hmm. because you just work until it's done. But when you realize that, that what you're helping with people is a lot longer term, yeah. it's okay that things aren't done. Not everything has to be written today. Of course, if you can expedite your client results, then great, do that. Um, but not at the cost of your own sanity. Because if you, I, I have this friend, um, he said, yeah, man, I spent four hours doing my morning routine, like dead serious face. I was like, how dude, like, that's crazy to me. Cause I, I get up and I'm just like, I just want to like go. Like I just, I'm excited to get to my work. Um, one of the other fun things I do in my life. And he said, Matt, it's because if I don't do all those things, then I'm not showing up as best as I can for my clients. And that's a disservice to them. Mm. He's absolutely right. So if it's like, oh man, I woke up 30 minutes late. Let me like crunch my morning routine and skip this and skip that. Mm. Then you're doing all of your clients a disservice by not taking a little bit of extra time for you to be as level headed and clear as you possibly can for them or in good energy. Yeah. Yeah, man. I want to talk about relationships and what you prioritize with your networking and connecting with people online. What's important for you there, man? Um, hmm. I'm really not particularly good at uh, building relationships or nurturing people. <laughs> people just like people are friends with me on Facebook and they see my posts and out of the blue, they reach out when it's the right time. Um, and I just try to provide the best possible information out there. And that's that's my plan. Hmm. Um, because what I do is, is broad. I've personally had trouble simplifying it for myself and I've been working on that with my coaches and mentors. Um, it's much easier for me to do it with other people cause I can just say, no, we're chopping that. And they go, okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so as far as, um, relationship building, the, I think it's important to realize the import, the function of in-person visits, right? Mm -hmm. So like when I went to a conference, um, in October, like I immediately had like three clients because nice. they were friends with me on Facebook, saw all my posts. And then when we met at the conference, it was like, Oh, this dude is real. Yeah. Right. And if you can create that effect intentionally and, you know, just going to conferences and having fun and helping people is, is works for you. Like give it a, a give it a try two or three times. You'll see that like a lot of those people will really like you. It's, it's almost as good as like having a phone call, um, with them. Does that make uh, sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And I, I hear as well, you are clear on who you are and the message that you're putting out and like consistently mm -hmm. delivering that value first, which I think yeah. is important because it's it, it's great to meet people at, at events. You know, I think like a lot of magic can happen there. The relationships can spark. But if you have that that foundation built up first of people keep seeing you, you keep popping up on their radar, your friends on Facebook, or they've heard about you multiple times, whatever it might be, 
and then you get to the event, then that's where like you can seal the deal, so to speak, of saying, "Oh, he is real." Like, let's go talk to him. Let's let's yeah. have a great moment in person. And then it's like, I I want to work with you. I want I want to I want to know more about like how do I work with you? You know? And it's like it's almost like they're already sold on whatever you have. They just want to find out like logistically how to implement it, and as well as timing, right? Because someone might be like, "Heck yes, I want this. I've seen your content. You're yeah. awesome." And it's yep. like then you get to do due diligence as the service provider saying. Hey, this is the right time. Let's move forward. Here's how we do it. Or, you know, uh, I think that this would be that that better action for you. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I, I put out a contract for um, an organization, and then I get to hang out with all those people, and they're like, like they left one comment on like my video walkthrough of the proposal, and I was like, oh, like I didn't get it. Like I should have done another phone call with them, and then presented the proposal. I was like, I lost it. And then I got to the event this week, and I was like walking down having lunch with the guy. I didn't even mention it, and he like brings it up. He's like. Yeah, man, what you sent me was like really awesome. And like, you know, we're thinking about using you as a referral partner. And I'm like, that's so much more valuable than me being like, hey, did you check that thing out? Like, you don't even have to remind people, wow. you know, if what you have is is really going to help them. It's really good. Yeah. It's gold, man. Gold. Um, I want to talk about for you, your personal health regimen. Is there anything that's changed since we last did our interview? Any any big like ahas to keep yourself, uh, you know, well nourished, alive, kicking butt over the last year? Hmm. Uh, that's a we we last talked a long time ago. I think I was so much more in like the biohacker mode then, which I feel like for a lot of people is an unnecessary mode because they're just looking for something like for lack of better words, like outside themselves to, to help fix a more foundational yep. problem. Yep. I mean, like I eat all organic foods. It's mostly protein. Um, you know, with like, I do bulletproof coffee in the morning. Like it's nothing, it's really nothing fancy. Just call it paleo. Okay. Just call it that. Like I just don't eat garbage. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really not, it's really not hard. Um, if you want, like, I'll, I'll send you like a little diet sheet I have that you know, tells you to remove gluten. Gluten is the most toxic thing like out there that everybody is like, oh, I couldn't remove that. But like, mm. I promise you, if you do that, if you just do that one thing, which is not a, oh, I'll have it once a week thing. It's a, it's a lifestyle to remove gluten. You're going to have better energy. You're going to have better bowel movements and you're going to have, um, and you have a clear head because the damage that that one thing causes. So um, as far as I'm just a lot, I don't know, I'm more like intuitive. I think we, we flex between I've got to know everything and this regimen and yep. then you and then you back down from there. And that's what I've done is I've been really regimented. I back that's down awesome. to where I'm more intuitive. What do I feel like? And, you know, having an, like, this is okay. You know, like I ate some, you know, like inorganic, I don't know where it came from meat, you know, when I was out to lunch with those guys, but like, it's okay. I'm traveling. Like, I'm not going to die if I do this once, mm. you know, but, but gluten is I'm more relaxed. Gluten is off limits, though. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it, man. This is this is great stuff. Um, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask something. Something was popping into my mind. Um, yeah, it was it was just there, and it's gonna come back at the perfect timing, man. Um, so with your content creation. What? How do you map that out? Because I think that there's a system and a process to creating great content. Like what? What's working for you or working for your clients? Um, okay, so the way that I do it is, um, what is their step A mm -hmm. or their their state A, and what's their their ending phase, right? And what are the the three big things that they need to do to get from A to B? Okay. For me, it's really complicated to do this because I do so much stuff. Yeah. Uh, but for other people, let me just um, I'm just gonna pull up an example on my computer, okay? Just so I can read it off correctly. 
I want to make it easy for people because sometimes you listen to a podcast and the dude just rambles on forever and you can't. <laughs> you don't know what he's saying. I don't want to be that guy. I've, I've been that guy in the past. So, where's that? For some reason, it's not showing. Okay, there we go. So, for this health coach. Okay. So, the starting client state is they have fatigues, they have hormone issues, they're having trouble navigating menopause, they can't lose weight, they know something is off, but they don't know what. Uh, their general practitioner is telling them that they're normal. Uh, the doctor is recommending prescriptions, but you don't want to go on prescriptions. You don't think that's the answer. You're overwhelmed by diet info. And at the end, um, they're experiencing weight loss. They're increasing their energy. They're saying, I feel like myself again. Um, and they're showing up in the world, not limited to their symptoms. They're getting out of their head and back into their body and like being in tune and they can listen to their intuition. So then in between that, the three big things that this health coach needs them to do is to discover the root cause. How do they discover mm -hmm. the root cause? With lab testing. And then they implement a targeted uh, health protocol. Mm -hmm. And then they need to execute not just on like the health coaching, like the food and like the, you know, rest and everything, but to implement lifestyle and mindset change, right? Mm -hmm. So then that becomes, hey, if you're starting point A and you want to get to starting point B, do this, this, and this, and you'll get there. So then... Um, you've got column A, another column. In those middle columns, what are the questions that people might have about each of those steps? So now when you do this, it's not some crazy, like I have to map out content for 30 days kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You really don't. Because especially if you're using paid advertising, because you can use the same content and expose yourself to new people every single day without anything. So after you create a, a small library of videos, we've done it with as few as Three, three or four videos wow. to build an incredibly engaged Facebook audience that yielded incredible results for us. Um, after you build that little library of content, then you just are always exposing it to new people. Hmm. And of course, like keep a little bit, you know, it's like um, the content generation is definitely like a focus for a little bit. And then you can back it off. Like with one client I'm working with, um, I, I always help my, con my clients brainstorm all their content topics so they don't have to like, hmm you know, get all frustrated and, <laughs> oh, well, should I talk about this or not talk about this? Like, we just brainstorm it. And it's always great because I'm like the test dummy because a lot of times I'm not the expert on what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. um, or like, I want to learn those things and then I get to learn. Um, so well, I had one of my clients, he just recorded 10 videos on his iPhone, like right away. And then he put them into an advertising campaign. And then we saw by the data, not through organic marketing. Oh, well, just keep making content and till people like, dude, Agora Pulse, the top social media marketing research agency in the world, said whether you post one time a week, three times a week, or, or three times a day, your Instagram account growth is going to be the same. So if you're telling me that a brand new health coach who doesn't really have their messaging figured out mm -hmm. can go start an Instagram account from zero, post content, and grow to the numbers that they need in order to get enough people clicking through to whatever website or funnel that they're going to, it's not going to work. You don't even know what's working because you're going to get three likes, five likes, maybe one comment here or there. With paid advertising, you can instantly shift into that space. Wow. wow I'm, com I'm completely convicted about that. I love I it. it. I, lo I yeah. love it. And then we, we talked about like paid advertising when that comes in to play. Mm -hmm. it like, And it sounds like with Instagram or social media, it's like really mm -hmm. go produce some results first. Like don't even worry about trying to market yourself or create content if someone's at that 
like that level of beginning stage of their business, you know, potentially everyone's, everyone's different, but, um, it sounds like just go serve people, go like change, change lives, produce results. And then of course, like start charging for it. And then once yeah. you're charging for it, then you can say, okay, like I have a solution, I'm delivering it. People are getting results. Now let's put in the, the foundation, the framework to scale it. So, um, as much as I rail against organic, um, I use it myself. And the reason I use it for myself is because I realize I don't have my marketing messaging totally figured out. And I've also come to realize that what I do is, is high level. And a lot of what I'll do is, um, is going to be referral based hardcore, especially at the higher level, like the mastermind I joined the guy who runs the mastermind, who's been in Tony Robbins platinum partner circle said, Matt, I'm going to use you probably very probably to launch my book thing. And we're going to do a whole bunch of cool stuff. And then when I do that, he'll refer me to everyone else. That didn't cost me money in ad spend. That cost me money in a mastermind. And I didn't join the mastermind just so I could sell people. Mm -hmm. Just so happens that I have that level of alignment with them. So, um, real quick as, as a quick aside, there are, there's, I met a guy out there and this really racked my brain. And it's actually that big contract I put out for, the people who I saw at the conference last week, we were talking about when we were talking about sales. Yep. They, when I explained this to them, they were like, oh, he's right. Mm -hmm. So they sell the same thing as this other guy. This other guy says, um, I had two $1 million funnels. So $2 million of revenue for webinars. Okay. The webinars were selling an organic marketing training program. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then he says, that didn't feel congruent. So I turned them off. And then he went and made up the money in pure organic marketing. Okay, that's great. Now, I don't think anybody would argue with me that organic marketing is going to hit a wall. Mm. You can only have so many people representing your product in the same way or yourself representing the product and your reach in the same way. And you're going to miss getting sales you would otherwise reach with paid advertising. Yep. And the same goes with paid advertising. There's going to be people you wouldn't otherwise reach with paid advertising for targeting, or maybe they just hate ads or something, right? Um, <laughs> overlap them both, okay? They're both important at one stage of the business. And that's mm -hmm. why you don't see a lot of business coaches who help people start their business from mm -hmm. zero. That's the hardest place to do it from. Yeah, It's yeah. the hardest. And it's not worth a lot of people's time. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you know, but like most business coaches will charge, you know, 10 or 20,000-ish, right? Mm -hmm. Or X thousand a month or something, right? And for them to you know, invest all this time, it, it's not equitable for both parties because it's a lot of time and effort to get all of those pieces in place. So that's why I said that the people I work best with are the people who already have an audience, already have a few sales, Yeah, yeah. which is unfortunate, but you know, that's, just, that's just the way it is. You know? yeah. we well, all it's like, it's like play, play, play to your strengths. Like play to your strengths. Stay in that sweet spot. Like why would, you, why would you jump in a river and try to swim against the current when you can jump in the river and swim with the current and get the same, get to the same place. Yeah. Yeah. So those, so as far as like when to bring in ads, um, you can do it right off the bat. If you work with someone who knows what they're doing and can help you end to end mm -hmm. and not just on this one little piece that you yeah. think is going to be magic. Um, you can do it from the start for sure. Um, it's just hard to find people who do that. So yeah. Yeah, I forgot what your original question was. We kind of answered it. <laughs> it was perfect. It was, it was perfect. Um, I wanted to ask about uh, just defining that customer journey, the A to B. What other wisdom do you have about like if someone's starting the business, which, you know, one of the most difficult places to be, what would you yeah. recommend about discovering that um, beginning and end state? 
Okay. When I work with clients, what I like to look at is not, oh, like you can ask people, oh, who's your ideal client, right? And you can spend all day on that. But I like to look at who has already bought your product, right? So I can tell you that most of the people who bought my product have known me for three months, at least. The people I like working with, anybody who came in and hired me either for just a piece or bought right away, it's usually not a great thing. So I expect people to watch this content and then become a friend or hop on my email list. And then three months later, plus could be a lot longer. um, Then they'll reach out to me and they'll realize, Oh, this is the right guy. Um, So three months, most of the people I work with are between 30 and 50. They're almost all females except for one client I have right now. And they're pretty much all second career, meaning they've done some other kind of career before and they want to move into this coaching space or they already have something established in this coaching space. That is the what's what you already got going is the easiest thing to expand. If your organic marketing efforts are already working good, by no means am I going to tell you to stop them. I'm going to tell you to expand them, get more of that because it supports the flow into everything else, yeah. right? Um, I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> <laughs> Transformation yeah. state A to B. Yes, A to B. <laughs> so so look at what's already there. If you don't have any um, existing data. Well, who are people you would like to model and who ultimately becomes their clients? Don't look at what they're saying. Mm. Go to like their product page and go to like, you know, programs or whatever on their website, right? And go look at the testimonials Mm. and then go to those people's Facebook profiles or websites. You can see because those are buyers. Those are not just people who are commenting and stuff. Those are buyers of the program. That's good, man. So it's like find find testimonials of someone who's like a quote unquote competitor or someone doing some, something similar to you. Look at yeah. the testimonials. Go research those people who left the testimonial and see like what is their profile? What what are they saying? What's important to them? It's it's really hard to get that language. But if any time I'm working with someone and I'm going through that exercise, I'll say, "What do your clients say on the phone when they get a result?" Mm. So so like I said earlier, um, they say, "I feel like myself again." You know, so if we make a headline that says how to feel like yourself again, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> it's probably going to work. That's what they want to be saying anyways. That's yes. what they're literally saying on the phone. Um, mm-hmm. The other way you can do it, um, there's a wonderful script I have. Unfortunately, I'm not free to share it. Um, there's a wonderful script I got from my friend, Caitlin Domner uh, yeah. and Michael, who we had on a little bit ago. Um, and... The script goes something like this. Basically, you would get on the phone with somebody who you think would be a fit, mm-hmm. a potential fit for your thing. And you would say something along the lines of, so uh, you've bought you know, real estate programs in the past. You know, Can you tell me what you like and what you didn't like? Okay, here's what I liked, here's what I didn't like. Okay, um, now what kind of goals do you have with you know, financial or health or whatever category you're doing? Well, you know, I really want to you know, just sell my first house. Okay, cool. Um, so... Um, so if I was to like offer a put together a program, like on the high side, like what would that cost? And on the low side, what would that cost? Oh, well, you know, 500, like, you know, that'd be a no brainer kind of thing, you know, but if it was like 5,000, I'd be like, wow, you know, but like, if I got it, I'd like, be like, well, like, okay, I really feel the value here. Okay. So if I offered you a program that did the stuff you liked and didn't do the stuff you didn't like for the program and the price and the price point you didn't, or you told me just now, would you want to buy it? Dude. <laughs> There's a lot more finesse to that script in the call. Sure. But, you know, everybody does, like, discovery calls, but they don't pair it with the sales thing. Like, just it's okay to be paid for what you're doing, you know? Dude, I I love that. And I think that's that's something a lot of people have a challenge with is just asking, like, hey, what do you need? What's worked? What hasn't worked in the past? And how much would you pay for that? And, okay, if I had that right now, would you buy it, you know? 
Yeah. I mean, I, well, I do have permission to share that script with clients yeah. on the basis that they have an introduction to the, to Caitlin, but, uh, or I should say I shared that to a client who was, he was let go from his previous medical practice. And mm -hmm. then I gave him the script and he had a list of like 60 people. So he just started calling him up with the script mm -hmm. and he got like two people to like come over to his new thing, I think. Wow. So it's, it's super effective. So Dang. this is gold, man. This is gold. Um, any other things that you feel is important in uh, marketing today on social media, trends, things that you think are, are really effective working? I know you, you're a beast with webinars. If you want to dive into that or anything else that you think our, our audience should know, especially the coaches, health coaches out there? Um, my biggest message would be even if you're doing organic marketing, for the love of God, install your Facebook pixel mm. properly. Mm. Because so much of... of the reason my ad campaigns are efficient and work so well is because the Facebook pixel, which if you don't know what that is, basically it's just a way when anybody visits your web page, you can send information back to Facebook. Yep. And the type of information you can send is, say you've got a webinar funnel that has an opt-in page, and then it's got a webinar play page, and then a checkout page, and a purchase thank you page. Hmm. What if you could track and send all that data to Facebook, and you say, hey, Facebook, don't just send people to the opt-in page and see if it works. Mm. I want you to optimize for sending people to the second page. Dang. Now you have to have a lot of results. You have to have a thousand people in order to optimize for that event. Wow. So if you're like, you know, Oh, I made six figures organically off my webinar. Well, yeah. What now when it gets to paid ads, now you got to pay a thousand bucks and you know, at least to start to get data on that second point when you could have got all of it for free, it will literally wow. save you thousands of dollars. Mm. And then what you can optimize for further down the funnel. So you could optimize once you have a thousand purchases. Imagine if you could not just optimize for Facebook sending people to your opt-in page, but optimize for the latest step in the funnel. That's the goal, dude. Facebook is a numbers game and not in terms of like, oh, just keep throwing money at it and it'll work. It's a numbers game as in it works with big numbers and it's actually safer to invest more money. So if I have a client right now who's selling a $3,000 program and I said, how much, how much can you afford to spend on ads this month? They said, oh, well, like 500. I was like, okay, you're probably gonna get like one to two sales with that and have this whole spreadsheet for it. But imagine if they spent $6,000. Mm. Um, well, actually, I know the math for $7,000. So $7,000 and they have a $3,000 program. They need three sales mm. to uh, make $2,000 and they need two sales, which is peanuts, it's nothing, right. to lose only $1,000 in this entire marketing campaign. But when they spend $7,000, the difference is at a cost of $5 per lead, they have 1,400 new people on their email list they can create long-term relationships with. Dang. And if the webinar, if the total launch, not the webinar, because I, I, I look at a metric I made up called total launch conversion rate. If that converts at even 2%, which is you know, kind of on the low end, their earning potential has gone up to over $70,000. So we're doing the internal launch right now, um, which we're seeing results almost exactly according to that spreadsheet yeah. on day one. Um, and we've got 12 more days of this thing left. Um, and then we're going to move into the paid timed launch and then we'll move to evergreen. So, but it's all about the optimization, get the pixel installed, right. Even if you're doing organic, dude, fire that. that yes. Yeah, literally thousands of dollars right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I think, I think, um, some of the best stuff to learn in business is the mistakes and what not to do. Right. Like, so don't keep going without a pixel for God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, this is this is great, man. So let's begin to wrap it up, bring it home, man. I wanna I wanna give our our audience a final takeaway, uh, what you think they they really get to implement and execute on because of this interview, man. Ah, uh, man, we've been all over the place in this interview. There's That's been a right. little bit of life uh, and a little bit of business. Um, I'll leave everyone with this, which I which I send out to my email list probably once every two months, and I I learned it from a, a health book actually. And the health book starts with, hey, I'm going to give you all these tips. But um, as you go and, and read this book, don't worry about applying all the tips at once. Just get one of the tips mm. because it's, it's the small change. It's the, it's the river carving the canyon out no. that wins the game, right? So the word I want you to remember is called Maitri, M-A-I-T-R-I. It's a Tibetan word. And it means it either means loving kindness or it means to treat oneself with loving kindness. So as you're making this change, as you're growing, as challenges arrive, treat yourself with loving kindness. You know, a baby doesn't fall and then, you know, throw a, a total tantrum. In fact, they laugh and then they get up and they try again. You know, with marketing, you know, we know, oh, the headline should go here and the button should say, you know, it shouldn't say submit, it should say yes. And, you know, mm. this format and everything. And you can do everything perfectly right and miss the marketing angle. Yeah. Doesn't mean that that doesn't work, right? And doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that that didn't work. Mm. It's not about the facts. The facts aren't scary. It's your thoughts about the facts that are scary. And when you can separate those two things and you treat yourself with loving kindness so that you can carry on and realize that what you're doing and how it impacts people is not just, I'm the hormone guy, but you're creating life transformation steps, generations down the line. That's what'll keep you going. Damn. Matt, dude, I, I love it. <laughs> and as you were saying that, I was like, loving kindness and this Tibetan word, I'm yeah. like, Matt, you're you're freaking deep. Like you're spiritual, <laughs> like how empowered, self-loving, other people loving human being, and you also bring the strategy and like tech. And I think that's a really powerful conversation that you're 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 bringing the, the combination. Sorry, the really powerful yeah. combination that you are bringing to people, and it's it's freaking inspiring, man. So let's tell our audience how they can connect with you. There's something like Matt Wright call, Matt Wright book. Like I mean, they're, they're all there, right? <laughs> they're all there. Yes. Type type one of them in. See if they work. Um, if you want to apply uh, to work with me, you can go to mattwrightcall.com. There's a video that explains exactly how my services work. If it's not right for you, don't apply. Mm. If you think it's a fit or you think, you know, maybe I can't afford this, maybe I can't, go ahead and set up a call with me, please. I'm here to help people. And if nothing else, I'm going to connect you with someone who can help you. Don't be afraid. Sorry, the video is a little long. It's 17 minutes, but it explains everything and it'll save you time and it'll save me time. <laughs> okay. Now, if you want to read some helpful blog articles and see exactly how I get like awesome leads and stuff, you can go on over to mattwrightconsulting.com, M-A-T-T. W-R-I-G-H-T consulting.com and you can check out the blog or send me a contact or hop on my email list, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's how it works. MattWrightCall.com is the place to go though. Love it. Dude, keep being a good dude. Keep producing results. Keep being you, man. You're, you're crushing. I appreciate you, Matt. Grateful for, for being connected yeah. with you. Grateful for our friendship, man. Excited to, to keep growing and kicking butt together, bro. Namaste, Mr. Chris. Stay. Have a great rest of your day, bro. See ya. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today 
and every day to step into your greatest possible self. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, BeYourGPS.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to BeYourGPS.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever.